0: Put some good. In there. Welcome to the Frontport Sports Radio Hour.
1: Good afternoon, and welcome into the Frontport Sports. Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio, joined by Clayton the Claw Harris. Good Monday afternoon to you, Clayton. Good afternoon, Drake. Man, it is, uh, it's already the last, starting the last week of January. I mean, you know, it just seems like Christmas was
0: like last week. I, do you know what I'm saying? The countdown has already begun for <laughs> Christmas 2023. I
1: guess it has, um, uh, whether we like it or not. Uh, the conference championships are set. We're gonna watch the Bengals and uh, Kansas City go at it, and then we're gonna watch the Eagles and San Francisco go at it. And both those both those numbers are, you know, I was looking at the odds earlier today, uh, Clayton, on these games coming up, and you know, you can bet, you can bet right now. Teams to win the Super Bowl, right? You've right. Four, out of the four. We have four teams left. And you can bet <clears throat> right now uh who you think out of those four is gonna win. And the odds are are like this like two and a half, two and a half, two and a half, and a little over two and a half. I mean, they're right, all four teams are right there at two and a half, about two and a half to one. And rarely do you ever see that. Those types of odds that even and grouped together that close, right?
0: i tell you what surprised me was after the Kansas City game on Sunday, and, or, yeah, on Sunday, and then the um, the Bills game, the line came out almost immediately for the AFC Championship game. It was even.
1: Mm-hmm. And then and that, it moved to then, Kansas City minus, minus one. And then I, I think I saw it at one and a half in some okay. places. So, uh, right now – uh, according to Yahoo Sports, um, the Eagles are minus three at home against the 49ers, which basically three-point spread. They're 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 giving them a, a home field advantage uh, of two or three points. So that basically means they feel as though the teams are even. And uh, the Bengals at the Chiefs, the Chiefs are minus one, like you said, with an over-under 47. And the over-under for the 49ers-Eagles, 45-and-a-half. But, yeah, both these games are, I mean, you know, a field goal or
0: less. I mean, that's – That's great if you're a football fan. Sure. That's two awesome games we're going to see Saturday. But let's dissect what happened to how we got these four teams, (laughs) starting with Saturday.
1: Okay. Um,
0: You know, Jacksonville played with them.
1: Jacksonville did play with them. Uh, they made some crucial mistakes. They agnew agnew fumbled the ball there on the four yard line or whatever it was. Um, and and you know it's hard to fault him. I mean uh, he. The weather was a little bad. It was a little. It was you know. It was kind of snowy, misty, wet. And I'm not. I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming the weather. I'm not blaming him. But you know, that ball gets cold and slippery and he just he caught it and tried looked like he tried to move it from hand to hand, maybe, or move it over or, or, yeah. or move it over to make a football move and it just squirted out of his hands. I mean, it didn't look like anybody hit it, but it just kind of he lost control and yep. man, you could tell in his face he was very distraught. And then once they once they got it to twenty seven to twenty, I think. Um, Easter Island, Trevor Lawrence, had one last shot and threw an interception.
0: Yeah, I had a buddy who said, what is Drake talking about? And he says, Easter Island. I said, have you never seen the statues on Easter Island? And, of course, I pulled it up. He's like, oh, my God, that looks like Trevor Lawrence.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it does. It does. And, huge thing. And, 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 you know, I'm an Alabama fan. I'm not a huge Trevor Lawrence fan, but the guy's got a big, you know, big, yeah. long – yeah, long snout on him, and it kind of favors those Easter Island statues.
0: So, if you're out there listening, you don't know, just Google Easter Island, That's right. and you will Th- you will see Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> there you go, absolutely. But what about Mahomes getting hurt? I know that had to scare the daylights out of the Chiefs fans. Is there any doubt though that after they did that X-ray in the second quarter, that they shot him up at halftime? <laughs> I mean, once they found out there was nothing structurally wrong, there's no doubt.
1: Well, let me ask you this, okay? They they talk high ankle sprain, high ankle sprain, right? Yeah, that that term's used a lot. It is. Didn't wasn't that the term with Tannehill?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, then where's Tannehill been?
0: I agree. No, I I, I, I mean agree. if if if
1: Mahomes out there hopping around on one leg and comes back out and looks fairly competitive in there. I mean he was ha- he was hampered by it okay. in the second half. You could tell, but if if there ha- if he and Tannehill had the same injury. Then where's where's Tannehill the last three games of the four games of of the Titans?
0: How much does it season? Mean, how much does it mean to you is the question you got to ask? And you uh, know, well, kudos, uh, kudos to to Mahomes for toughing it out and and choosing to play in that second half. You know, they went with Chad Henney there for a while, and he drove down the field and scored a touchdown. But uh, no, I mean. Uh, you look at what the Chiefs have done; they've kind of taken over New England's place in the AFC. This is their fifth or sixth straight AFC Championship game, and uh, they will move on. And, and that whole neutral site thing uh, obviously was used as motivation for the Bengals. I, yeah, they were already selling tickets, Drake. For real? Yeah, and because Joe Burrow made the comment, he goes, "I guess they're going to be issuing a lot of refunds." <laughs> They were they used that as motivation. They said the Bengals used that as motivation that the NFL and everybody had already said, you know what, that game's gonna get played in Atlanta. They're already selling tickets, they're counting this out. And that honestly that game in Buffalo wasn't even close. It Not really.
1: Didn't. No. And I tell you what that game looked like to me. I mean the weather was terrible, right? So, so it's okay. snow. So breaks. us us as us as viewers, us as just fans tune in to watch a great football game right. between Cincinnati and Buffalo. In this, and you turn the TV on, and it is. I mean, it's snowing. My wife's like, Drake, get in here. It is snowing. It's it's coming down. And I'm going, Holy crap. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh, the bills. The Bills got this. I mean, they're in their own element, right? You'd think. You think? Know, yeah, here they are. They're they're home. They're playing in nasty weather. You know, the Bills are you. They're up there near Canada somewhere. Hell, they, the, the they're, Mar they're,
0: Hamlin's at the game. They're and, loving but, yeah.
1: this. I mean, it's all lining up for the Bills, right? And and then I get think about Cincinnati, Ohio, and Cincinnati's
0: what you could you could get to
1: Cincinnati in four hours from Nashville, Tennessee, right? Right, and so oh, that's that weather didn't get. That terribly bad up in Cincinnati could get a little nasty, but nothing like Orchard Park, New York. Correct. And so the snow's coming down, the field's kind of getting covered up, and you can see the little footprints in the snow and uh, for the players and and Josh Allen has lays
0: lays an egg. I mean, I was, he, 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 has- he had
1: no touchdown. He didn't throw one touchdown on.
0: And had Stephon Diggs his best receiver yelling. They, at him. They they
1: went off on each other after yeah. Stephon went off on on Allen after the game and basically said, "You're not even looking my direction. I'm I'm your main. I'm your main receiver. I'm the I'm the guy number fourteen. I'm your man. And you're not even. It's getting at the end of the game or during the game during the second half. You're not even looking my direction. You know. And I, I don't I don't I don't know. It it really.
0: The offensive line, Josh, uh,
1: Josh Allen, did not look himself.
0: Offensive line for Buffalo looked terrible, and so did their defense in certain areas. They they did not I, look good. I Cincinnati just felt, didn't have a running game, and they just threw all night. I just felt start. as
1: though when they, you know, how they kind of get close-up pictures and they see, they show the faces of yeah. different players and stuff. And you know, of course, Josh Allen is quarterback for the Bills, but they would show close, kind of close-up pictures of him throughout the game and he he looked kind of dazed he he doesn't he didn't he, he looked kinda, out of- he looked a little confused he looked a little just out of sorts he didn't look his
0: confident
1: self um you know, and and the Bengals played their
0: ass off, and, and I'm telling you, and blitzed him all night. That's right. They sent pressure, all, it mixed it up. I mean, and, a it,
1: journeyman like Eli Apple, who's from Ole Miss, yeah. that has gone from the Giants to so Saints, and so, to so yeah. and so, and then ends up at ends up at Cincinnati. He put it. He had an unreal. I mean, he's had he had he had a terrific game in the wild card uh, weekend, and a terrific game this weekend. Yeah. And he's just done, uh, you know, I don't know, Cincinnati, you know, they kind of remind me of an NBA team a little bit. They turn it on when they have to. You know, the last five minutes of an NBA game, a really good NBA team, if they're down 10 or 12 points, man, they can – Clamp down defensively. They can turn up their offense, and the next thing you know, with a minute to go, it's tied, or they're ahead by two, or down by two, and they were down twelve with four minutes to go. And if that's that seems like that's the way this Cincinnati team plays. And I'm telling you, and I've told you this before, and I've told one of the most underrated running backs in the NFL is Joe Mixon. Agreed. I'm just telling you. Agreed. Now you might give all this, all you know. Agreed. The, all these other, if, if people out there can think of just name two or three running backs off the top, you know, you know, you have you have Derrick Henry of course, and and you know you have some incredible running backs out there, but a, a running back you don't talk or hear about a lot is Joe Mixon, number twenty eight for the Cincinnati Bengals, and he is a bad man, he can carry the load, he can carry the water, and if you underestimate him, he will run your ass over.
0: Oh, and he that.
1: showed that to the Bills this past week.
0: He was the last good running back Oklahoma had, you know, when he was in college. Okay. So, I mean, I mean he's, he, yeah, he's the real deal. There was a lot of questions about him when they drafted him uh, due to some, uh, an incident he had uh, his last year out there, but it, it, that, that was a move that ended up paying off for the Bengals, and Smoking Joe, I'm telling you, he looks he looks like he's one of the best quarterbacks and he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. There's oh, without without no doubt. a
1: doubt. I mean he was putting it, it it did they started out throwing the ball in the snow. It didn't look like that snow phased them offensively in the passing game one
0: bit. He can't I mean they drove right down the field as soon as they got the ball and scored.
1: And he's without three starting what they started the season with starting which should have been three starting offensive linemen.
0: He had a left tackle who's a rookie who made his first NFL start Sunday. That's
1: and, a- you know, they go into the Bills, kick their ass, and walk out of there like it's nothing. Like, like it's just another, like it's another, another stroll in the park. What about the Dallas Cowboys? Did you, Jerry Jones?
0: Just sell the team.
1: Jerry, I mean, God. seven times the Cowboys have advanced to the divisional round since their last Super Bowl title. 27 years ago, 7 times since their last Super Bowl titles, title, I'll repeat that, they have advanced to the divisional round in the since in the last 27 years, 7 times in that span, they've lost every damn time.
0: Yep. They they have kind of taken over Buffalo's curse to a degree.
1: And their 19 to 12 loss to the 49ers is just their latest example of that and Jerry Jones to quote Jerry Jones, "Sickening."
0: Yeah. Quote. Yeah, I mean, well, Dak Prescott is not going to get them to a Super Bowl. He's not going to get them to an NFC Championship game. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I mean, you know, I I, I get it. I, I get the NFL will
1: pad the pad. You know, when they make up when they make up the schedules, they'll pad. Of course, the, the Cowboys had to deal with the NFC East, which arguably was probably one of the toughest, Absolutely. most competitive uh divisions uh in the NFL but uh you know the the other teams that they play the NFL can pad can work and and, and pad that schedule a little bit and that's what they do for the Cowboys. That's what they do for Absolutely. people like Jerry Jones. You know they 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 pad that schedule. But I tell you what <laughs> 12 points and I know San Francisco's the best defense. I, I, I get it. But you know, Dak, you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna have to do a little bit better.
0: You just let Mister Irrelevant beat you to go to the NFC Championship. That's game. right.
1: The 262nd draft pick, yeah. Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, yeah. taught you a lesson. You it, know, to it, go
0: like you said to the NFC Conference Championship. And game. that dude's making less than a million dollars a year. And Dak's making what? 20, 30 million and year. Dak admitted. He said, "I've got to be better." Yeah, Dak, you got to be better. Even the announcers during the game were like, "He just seems to be a little bit slow in reading in reading the defense." And he he he, he should have had a pick six at the end of the game. He should have had two or three. I know. Pick sixes.
1: I know. I had San. I had bet on San Fran's defense. How mad was I? It was close. I mean, Greenlaw just I oh, mean, he, he had broke it? on the ball and, and yeah. knew where it was going. Knew it was going to Schultz. That pass was going to Schultz and Greenlaw broke on it, hits him right hit him in hit him in the wrong spot, hit him in the hands.
0: For somebody that had a, a teaser with Dallas at plus 14, I was <laughs> I was okay with that ball going to Well, it. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I get
1: it. I get it. But uh that's just the the second straight years that that, that the Cowboys have fall, fallen to the 49ers. Uh
0: What a, John Lynch has done a heck of a job out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely terrific. Break. Maybe Rand Carthon can come in and do and do and work a little magic with, with the Titans. And
0: D'Amico Ryan's.
1: Roll Tide. If,
0: if you're the Houston Texans, it's no brainer. Maybe we
1: start calling it the UAFL, University of Alabama football league.
0: Hey, you got 70 players from the, that are currently active in the league from the University That's of Alabama. That's
1: it. We're going to change. I'm, I'm going to propose that at the next owner's meeting. We're going to change the NFL to the UAFL. <laughs> what think?
0: Hey, speaking of, the USFL and the XFL about to get started here in another month or two. <laughs>
1: Okay, we're going to take a quick break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. He's Clayton. We'll be right back. Bounce,
2: bounce, 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 bounce. Come on. Now it's like murder. She rolled. Once I get you out them clothes, privacy.
1: Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. It is Monday. Nice, crisp, sunny Monday afternoon here on West 7th Street in Columbia, Tennessee.
0: 47 and sunny.
1: Yes, I am. Uh, I'm Drake, and you're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. And uh, I'm joined with Clayton in the studios here. And uh, Joe Burrow Joe Burrow had a, had a, had a little had a little bit to say after that after that Cincinnati win this weekend. He told and, and he said, you better send those refunds
0: <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: to all the Buffalo fans that had pretty much banked on beating Cincinnati and playing a Buffalo-Kansas City conference championship game in Hotlanta, right? I mean, exactly. wasn't that the deal? That was the deal.
0: Tickets and, had already gone on sale.
1: Tickets had already gone on sale. A bunch of Buffalo fans had already started buying tickets up. I don't know if you get. I don't know if you get a refund on those tickets. You might on the hotel room.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. You're obviously not going to be able to use them in Kansas City.
1: I tell you, those Yankees look pretty dejected. I mean, they're, 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 they 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 look
0: shocked. <laughs> I saw a guy wearing an OJ Simpson jersey that just looked like you couldn't I, believe what he was seeing.
1: I, you know, it, it's just kind of amazing, but. Um, you know the the how Cincinnati went in there and uh, basically kicked their ass twenty seven to ten in Buffalo in the snow uh, and Joe Burrow just said it's domination from start to finish is
0: what it was. And what was Sean McDermott thinking? They're down seventeen with about seven and a half minutes to go. It's fourth down and three or four. Kick the damn field, the field. goal. You got to have it at, at some point. Just do it right there. At least, at, at least, least it, it gives you a chance. Right, because if you don't get it, which they didn't, it, it's ball game, and that's what happened. And, and he spe- doesn't.
1: He doesn't. I don't. I don't consider him the sharpest tool in the shed, anyway. Well, I, really, I just
0: don't. Speaking of not some of the smartest plays either, what about the ending to the Dallas Forty Nine ers game,
1: where they put uh, Zeke Elliott at center? <laughs> and then and then kind of
0: spread the whole thing out like – It's like a across. swinging gate type deal. They yeah. had that garden tackle on each side spread out to the numbers. And
1: then San Francisco just comes right up the middle and puts pressure
0: on Dak, and uh, he barely escapes with his life to – Throw a five-yard slant. And that guy gets <laughs> – Well, what about Zeke Elliott after he snaps the ball just gets – Oh, he gets, uh, a, he gets obliterated. Hey, and it, that, that literally could be his last play in Dallas uniform. I mean, can you imagine that – you know, you spend you know, your entire career there, uh, and what people are going to remember your last play was – As a running back. As, as a running back. You're stamping a, the ball center. I don't know if he's Hall of Fame, but he's – I
1: don't – Yeah, I don't
0: yeah, know. Maybe, I don't, I don't that's know. debatable. He's
1: yeah. kind of on the fringe, yeah. but I would uh, – Outer fringe of Hall of Fame. But your last play as a running back was centering the ball on a desperation kind of Hail Mary situation. They were going to do a bunch of laterals it, that never happened. You know – uh but anyway, they uh, going back to the Cincinnati Buffalo game. Uh, you know these the, these players. They talk about Joe Cool, Joe Burrow, just like he rises to the occasion. This is these type of games is what he's all about. It's you know that it, it's not surprising to them. Uh, running back like Joe Mixon says, you know this is this he rises to the occasion. Uh, this you know like I said this is what he's about. B- Joe Cool, be you know in in big moments, you know, he, he, he performs, he had 242 yards, two touchdowns, um, in a, in a dominating game, 27 to 10 at Buffalo. Uh, and he told, and like I said earlier about all those Buffalo fans that had already bought tickets to the Buffalo Kansas city game next weekend, this weekend, he said, uh, better send those refunds, uh, because, uh, And Zach Taylor, the Bengals head coach, says, quote, we just keep screwing it up for everyone. You know, he says, I hate that. We just keep screwing it up. He said, "I'm so sorry. And, you know, which he's not, which he's being very sarcastic.
0: You you do whatever you can to motivate your team, and and he's found the ingredient to do it. And it all goes back to that night uh, that the unfortunate situation happened with uh, DeMar Hamlin and uh, that game being postponed really kind of – Set all this up for that game being played at a neutral site, and uh, you could just tell since he had a chip on their shoulder from the opening drive of the game.
1: Um, what's there to say about the Philadelphia Giants game?
0: Is there anything? Is there any? Well, I I was dead wrong. I thought, I thought New York would show some balance. I
1: I told you guys on Friday, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and that was the pick. That was the eight ball pick on Friday. That was the Philly. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Philadelphia. I remember it now. Jackson and Philadelphia were both eight ball picks. All the unders were ba- were base were eight ball picks, which they all hit. Right. So, any of you listeners out here, if you're familiar with uh, my little friend, the Magic Eight Ball, then uh, you will know that uh, the Magic Eight Ball was pretty much on point this past Friday for the. Uh, for, the, for this past weekend's games. I'm just telling you. So, uh, we need to pay closer attention to the Magic 8-Ball. There's no Monday Night Football tonight, so we don't have any. I'm going to Vegas on – hey, I'm, I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. I might text you the Magic 8-Ball picks for this
0: weekend. That'd for, be fantastic. For Friday, for our listeners, yeah, for absolutely. Friday's show. Now, you will be back Saturday, though, for I will, the McDonald's yes. shootout. Hey,
1: and um, by the way, where are – what is the game of the week this week? Do you know Friday yet? Do we know We are
0: that? at Hampshire as they take on the Santa Fe Wildcats.
1: At Hampshire, the Hampshire Hawks yeah. are taking on the Santa Fe Wildcats for Friday night's Murray County Public School game of the week. Uh then the game day show starts at five thirty on Friday. So and then that's thirty minutes after our uh Frontport Sports Radio show uh will be over. At five o'clock because we go four to five on Friday, Um so Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy are going to go at it uh, yeah. in the in the NFC divisional divisional game. I mean, I,
0: that'll be the first game on Sunday in Philly. I think it's was what, a three o'clock kickoff or two yeah. o'clock kickoff. Yeah, I think
1: it's three. I think it's I think it's a two o'clock. I think they're going to do the two and five thirty thing again. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Okay, so you know Philadelphia three point favorite. People are going to be all over
0: that. I, I, I mean, has Purdy lost a game yet as starter?
1: I don't think so. Mm. But I'm I'm just saying people are going to be all over Philadelphia minus three. Don't you think?
0: That that I concerns mean, me to bet on Philadelphia.
1: Well, I just think Philadelphia all around is the best team. Is a better team that they, they, they have a not maybe not defensively, but offensively. They are extremely tough to stop. You know, I agree. Jalen Hurts adds that extra dimension of being able to tuck it and run it when he has to, and he seems to know when to do that. As opposed to Brock Purdy, I don't think Brock Purdy has the skates on him in order to make that uh, that same dimension. Of their offense that that Philadelphia has, right? I mean, I just I, you know that's that's my personal opinion on it. I don't know. I think he's got the best receivers in the league. Um, but anyway, that I mean, we <laughs> it it's going to be fun. Like I said, I don't I don't know of a time, and I, I guess we'd have to go back where all four teams, according to Vegas, are basically the same odds. To win the Super Bowl. That tells and that's me that's roughly two and a half to one.
0: That tells me they have no clue who's going to win it.
1: I think Philadelphia is plus two fifty, and then they move up to like plus two sixty, plus two seventy, and plus two eighty. Two eighty
0: San Francisco. Yeah. I think, okay. I think that's, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah, I mean they got a rookie quarterback, Mr. So, Revelevin. So
1: yeah, I think no, I will tell you what, I think um I'll take that back. The top two teams with the lowest odds are cincinnati kansas city okay. and then philadelphia and then san francisco is like plus 280 so slightly I mean, we're only talking about we're only talking about 10 points uh, 10 percentage points difference you know in in, in the odds so right it's not so, very so much.
0: vegas slightly probably believes the afc winner will win the super bowl but slightly yes that absolutely that's correct
1: um, and it's so it, it makes out for a good weekend of football. I think a lot of people are going to be watching. I think that's what the NFL wants. They want some par- they want some parity. They want some teams that can compete with each other and not just get to these uh conference championship games, see a blowout, you know, and then hopefully makes for a good Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's know. all everybody wants they want they want good games. I mean,
1: people that don't watch football and don't give a damn about football normally will end up at watching the Super Bowl or end up at a Super Bowl party just because their spouse is does or is right. going, and they want to. They want. I mean, you want to see a good, fun game, a close game, a fun ending. You want to have fun, and that means close, close contest. Uh, especially when it comes to big games like the Super And, you know, your favorite performer is going to be doing it at halftime, right? Rihanna? Yeah, isn't that true?
0: That's not my favorite. I don't have anything you don't against have Rihanna. A, you don't
1: have anything against yeah. Rihanna. Can, can we cue up some Rihanna on the way out? Yeah, absolutely. I, okay, all right, because I don't know any Rihanna. Uh, really? I, I really, I might know it. But I tell you what, play Rihannas. Is, am I saying it right? Rihanna. Rihanna. Rih- Rihanna, R- Rihanna, Rihanna. I don't know any. Uh, I don't know any songs. So pull up her most famous, popular song, and let's.
0: Got to make sure it's radio friendly. Let, yes,
1: let's absolutely. see if I know. Oh, does she do dirty stuff? Oh yeah, really? She
0: has absolutely.
1: Oh man, I mean, we might have to listen a little of that off air just for the just for the fun of
0: it. I mean, you I'll tell you a story about her when we get a break. Oh,
1: really? Is it dirty? <laughs> oh, if y'all could have seen that Those I, eyes.
0: You could have I, seen that look, Clayton I, I, th- I, I think her and Anthony <laughs> Weiner Went to the same facility That's all I'm going to say Oh, yeah What? Oh, yeah Not far from here Oh, yeah Really? She's from Barbados
1: She's from Barbados Well, you know you know, And, and, and hey, you know uh, Elton John sang about Island Girls You know Girls. <laughs> uh, Anyway uh, I'll tell you what else is going on, Clayton uh, is some NCAA basketball is what's going on. You got that right. And I'll tell you what, our Alabama Crimson Tide is rolling.
0: I mean – Charles Barkley said it. They're the best team in the country. He's as paying.
1: much, yeah, it's, as much. And I might see him at Mandalay Bay this week and I'm I'm going to pull him to the side. We're going to talk a little bit about it. There's a that. good chance. There's yeah, a very good he, chance. Yeah, he he's he I think he lives at
0: Mandalay Bay. I saw Pete Rose at MGM Grand when I was a yeah. kid at the casino. Yeah,
1: and Pete Rose Welcome. does it. Yeah, he he there used to be a, a big uh sports memorabilia store in in this little shopping mall between uh Luxor and Mandalay Bay they connect that connects the two casinos and there's just there's this little sports memorabilia shop where you can buy autograph photographs that are framed very nice and high-end stuff but they had a gig with Pete Rose uh, during the week that from like twelve to four Pete would sit at a table and you could go up and pay him 25 fifty bucks and he'd autograph whatever whatever you want to shake his hand say hey. And it was just – and, I would, and I, would, I would walk between the two casinos because I would lose money at one and decide my luck would be better at the other. And then when I lost money there, I'd go back to the other one. And to get from casino to casino, you walk past his storefront where Pete was, and I'd kind of glance in there at him. And Pete was just kind of looking – and he looks like Pete, but it just kind of – I mean, he's older and a little – Sure wish A he, little dejected, a sure little run down. I wish and, he
0: would get in before he passes. I really do. well. You know
1: what's going to happen. He's going to he's going to pass away, and they're going to put him in.
0: That's it. I, and I hate that for him, but you know, you know, it, life is cruel. It is. I mean, you
1: know what I mean? It really is.
0: Absolutely, it is. Um, but anyway, as let's
1: let's go back to what we were talking about. We're talking about that Alabama Crimson Tide that have moved to number two in the country, number two behind Purdue. Now. Houston was number one. They just got beat by a 20-point underdog, Temple.
0: They got beat by Bill Cosby, you. That is correct. I mean,
1: they got beat. By one. At, at, at home. At home. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, 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 who'd ever thought? But they got beat by Temple. Uh, they AP and the USA, they moved Purdue to number one. And then following Purdue is the great uh, Brandon Miller from Cane Ridge High School, Antioch, Tennessee, uh, and the Crimson Tide at number two, and uh, hopefully they're there to stay. I don't know, but I think they're they're pretty good representatives for the SEC right now.
0: They've been they've got they're seven zero in the SEC. And what do you say, Clayton? If they had they've won all seven conference games by double digits. I mean, <laughs> No, like one other team's done that. It's Kentucky. I mean that's incredible if you think about it. And, and they've they played six true road games this year too, and have won every one of those by double digits.
1: So. Well, okay, so the USA Today. Let's let's go. We we normally talk about the Associated Press, but we're going to talk about the USA Today poll. Okay, Purdue's number one. They are nineteen and one. Alabama Crimson Tide is seventeen and two. Uh, Houston, who just got beat by Temple at home. Uh, is eighteen and two. They're number three, and number four. As we know it, the University of Tennessee Vols, Big Orange, at sixteen and three. The Vols are rated number four in the country. So Alabama two, Tennessee at four, and uh, oh, what is that? Oh, that's at a. That's that old. That's that old cock again, isn't it? Sure that, old, is. that old mean cock <laughs> raises that every every time we bring the balls up. He, he raises that old head. He, he, I bet Kentucky hates that cock too, don't they? You know they do. Kentucky, you, Kentucky's mad at that cock. <laughs> That cock went up there and beat their butts. Ended
0: their uh, conference home game winning
1: streak. Skint that skint that wildcat. Okay, Kansas State is number five at seventeen and two. I didn't realize Kansas State is all that good. I mean, obviously they
0: beat Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse, and then TCU goes and beat beats Kansas by twenty plus points at Allen Fieldhouse. Oh, I saw this last weekend. I saw two games this week. Yeah, at home,
1: Virginia is number six. UCLA is number seven. Arizona's number eight. Kansas drops down to nine. Texas, University of Texas is ten. Now, other teams –
0: Without their head coach, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah, Chris Beard. Yeah, he's gone. Their former head coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Teams of interest. Auburn's at 16. And really, that's that's it in the top 25 from –
0: Arkansas, they lost four. Arkansas
1: dropped out. They were at 25. So that means, let's see, Auburn's at 16. Tennessee's at four, and Alabama's at two. That's it in the top 25 as far as the SEC goes.
0: And Alabama's the only undefeated team left in conference play in the SEC.
1: Well, there you go. I mean, who'd have thought
0: it? And they're going to play in Nashville. We're going, they're going to play uh, the SEC tournament this year in Nashville, and hopefully, well, you and I uh,
1: might have to slide up there and uh, go check them out. Absolutely, take maybe the show maybe the we can maybe we can work on some press row passes or something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Or Kentucky may get knocked out early, and we can buy them for two or three dollars. Now
1: we don't. This guy, does this station carry Alabama basketball? Absolutely. 101.7 Every WKOM FM that you're listening to right now carries every Alabama.
0: Men's basketball. Men's
1: basketball game.
0: And 103.7 carries every Tennessee men's.
1: So lock this into your car dial, truck dial, RV dial, whatever, your clock radio at home, your bedside table radio, whatever. Bathroom radio. 101.7 will have all Alabama games. And uh, comes in crystal clear right here in Middle Tennessee.
0: I was listening to us when we went up to Vanderbilt that night. Uh, we picked yeah. I, I picked this all the way up to the parking garage next to Memorial gymnasium
1: so you fixed your antenna on your car or that didn't hey, break it off and what
0: it worked <laughs> on the minivan so I don't get <laughs> okay. you yeah. okay all right well it's
1: you know we'll see this we'll see this week uh how things shake out but it you know right here the last week of January and of course March Madness starts with the tournament but you know we've only got about Four weeks of college basketball left. 12 games left in the regular season. There you go. Okay. We are the Front Porch Sports Radio. Is this Rihanna right now? It's Rihanna, man. Radio Hour. This is Rihanna. She's going to be doing her thing at the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm going to sit back and listen to this while we take a quick break. We'll be right back.
2: Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia.
1: Welcome back in to the front. Sports, sports, radio, hour. Now, who? That's not Rihanna. Is that Rihanna? Is that Rihanna? That's not Rihanna. If that's Rihanna, she's going to have to step in her, her Super Bowl. That's Jackie
0: Moon, a.k.a. Will Ferrell, oh. from Semi-Pro. <laughs> hey, one of the best movies of all
1: time. Semi-Pro with Will Ferrell. Woody, I don't know wo- if I've wo- ever seen Woody it. Woody
0: Harrelson, the guy, uh, the, the guy from Outcast. Oh, Andre three thousand. Andre three thousand. Absolutely. Semi pro. Semi pro. Semi semi pro. It's about the old. old, um, What was the league that the ABA ABA? They used the the different color basketballs.
1: Kentucky Colonels and all that. Yeah. The Flint. Doctor J played in that league. The Spurs Uh, were in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They used the red, white, blue panelled basketballs. Correct.
0: And that movie is based in the seventies. It is hilarious. Well, That's, I it's mean, it's not for children, but it is hilarious. Yeah,
1: I speaking of Dr. J, I was lucky enough when I was at Alabama in 1984, a long time ago. Uh, the Sixers came and played somebody in an exhibition game at Coleman Col, at Coleman Coliseum gymnasium, whatever. And I, and me and a couple of attorney brothers went down there, um, to watch the Sixers. And uh, Julius, three Irving. or four, three or four minutes to go. Julius serving, sl- slammed, slammed one home, and that's all. That's all we wanted to see. You know, Doctor
0: J. That's all we wanted to see. Was Charles a rookie back then, or was he still in college at Auburn? Charles
1: Barkley, yeah, because that same year I saw him score the last six points in Coleman Coliseum in the last minute against Alabama. To go from four points down to a two-point victory over the University of Alabama, and he single-handedly would get the rebound and then drive and twice he drove coast to coast. I think once he slammed it home. The other time he either shot a short, easy jumper or laid it up and in. And I think he hit an outside shot for his other one, if I remember correctly. But he, we, Alabama was up four points with minute to go or so, and. Barkley took the game over, scored the last six points, and that ball game was over, and Auburn walked out of victory. Sir with Sir a,
0: Charles was, with one, a victory. was one of the most underrated players of all time.
1: Round, the round mound of rebound.
0: The, his college coach had to notify all the pizza places in Opelika and Auburn. <laughs> not to. They couldn't figure out why he wasn't losing weight. Like they, they were running his butt off in practice to, get, to trim him down when he came out of high school, out of Leeds. Trying, He's trying, out of Leeds, Alabama, right? I think. But he was gaining weight. They're like, "What is going on?" So they sent a GA back to his dorm with him, and they found out he was ordering a large pizza every, every night. night, every single night. So his coach said he called them all. He said, "You are not allowed to deliver any more pizza to the Auburn, Auburn dormitory, uh, dormitory." or
1: whatever. Well, but I mean, but you know, I don't know that that's cutting into the that's cutting into the pizza, but that's that's cutting into the free capitalism of the pizza business now. To, to you know now, unless he well, unless he said, look here, here's twenty bucks. I'll give you. He's twenty bucks a night just to quit
0: delivering pizza. Well, that's a, obviously Charles Barkley's weight meant more than the uh, open free market capitalism for the pizza companies in right. Auburn. Because, it's like, yeah, he was a large man.
1: It's kind of like I, you know, I, I of course I was in the liquor business, retail business for a long time, and I had a woman walk in one day. She goes. She goes, do you know so and so and so and so? I said, yes, ma'am, I know him. Said, well, I'm his wife, and you need you need to quit selling him liquor. <laughs> and I said, well, he's he's a pretty good customer. <laughs> she didn't like that answer. <laughs> and it's, she said, she said, I don't care how damn a good customer he is, you need to quit selling him liquor. I said, well, ma'am, you know he's he's of age, he's it's a grown a, man, it's a free I, country, yeah. I can't, you know, I. I <laughs> you know, but thank goodness I I think he 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 thought better of it and, and tried to do a little bit better. And I didn't see much of him at all, if any, uh, moving forward. But it was tough for me to tell her, ma'am, I'm sorry, but you know, it, he's over the age of 21. He's legal to buy it. He's
0: he's a grown man. He's
1: not writing me bad checks for it. He's you know he's paying me whatever the deal is. I mean, it's a it's a legal transaction. I can't I can, really can't.
0: Not You can't refuse to sell
1: it. Uh, Right. I mean, you know, I need to make a living too, but I also don't want to, you know, ruin your, your marriage.
0: But anyway, like I
1: said, after that point, uh, he pretty much quit coming in anyway. I think he got her
0: message. Uh, Going back to Barkley real quick, though. Yeah. The dude's only like 6'4 or 5.
1: It oh, was, yeah. And was He's
0: a power d- forward. Think about that. And today, most guards in the NBA now are 6'7, six, 6'8. Six, he was 6'4, six, 6'5 six, at the oh, most. Without a doubt. And led the Dream Team in '92, which has to be the greatest collection of talent on a very, basketball team ever.
1: Very, very high IQ basketball, he, uh, he, high IQ in, in, as far as basketball went.
0: He was the leading scorer on that team. Yeah, in Barcelona,
1: and he could take it to the hole and jam oh. the and and you know and jam it. So,
0: and I'll tell you that story when the show's over. That is not radio friendly about his first day on campus at the Rec Center. He was the last person picked because they said, we don't want that fat you-know-what. And needless to say, about a minute or two into the game, he dunks the ball on one of the guys that was picked the, the, the teams and said, who's the you-know-what now? Oh, yeah. There's some stories about Barkley that are just incredible.
1: Well, you know, at some point he, he actually considered running for public uh, – He did. For elected office in the state of Alabama.
0: He, was, he initially was a Republican. Now he's a Democrat. And, yes, he has talked about running for governor or even uh, Senate down there. So – it, it, it'll be – he's having too much fun on TV. I mean,
1: you TV know, though. good Lord, if Herschel Walker can run in, run in Georgia
0: and get almost half the votes in the state of Georgia. What about Tommy Tuberville?
1: Oh, my you God. You know? Now, don't, don't get me started. What? Don't do not – I'm, saying, I'm don't just saying anything's, get po- me stu- anything's possible. It, absolutely right. If Tommy Tuberville yeah. can be elected
0: – If he or Is Trump.
1: he a senator or congressman? He's a senator. He's if one of Tommy two, Tuberville yeah. can get – to so say my dog Carl, <laughs> when he gets old enough. When Carl gets old enough, he's only four months old right now. But when he gets old enough, I might run him for some type of public office. Cat catcher?
0: Now, now, Nick, Saban- is
1: there a, such a thing as cat catcher? Or, you know what? There should be. You know how we have dog dog catchers out there. Or used to have. Dog- yeah. There ought to be a. There ought to be a public service like a Murray County cat killer. I hate cats.
0: You and I hate, are not man. fans of cats.
1: I cannot stand a, a, Well, one, I'm allergic to them. Hey, there
0: you go. Yeah. And
1: two, they're just they're worthless. They keep the I mean, mice they, away from man. You know what? I, I, that's what that's what mice that's outside. what that's what poisons for. The, cats are worthless. I mean, come on. The, the, what pleasure do you get from a cat? I hope my wife isn't listening. Okay, uh, well, you know if you she know, if is, they, I'm just saying. Let's 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 keep it real here on the but Front Porch Sports there's Radio a lot Hour. Of, there's
0: just, a lot of people that agree with you on that,
1: though. I mean, cats are worthless. They, you know, you know, stomp a cat, kill a cat. They make good snap uh, snapping turtle bait. But God. You just tie, you <laughs> tie a rope around them and throw them out there in the Duck River. You'll have four or five snapping turtles.
0: We're going to have Peter all over. Well, come on. Come
1: on. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Happy Monday to you. I'm off off the rest of the week. Have fun, man. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're we're going to Vegas. We're gonna bet on love and let it ride. Absolutely. But we will be back on Saturday for the Ronald McDonald shootout. And uh,
0: Columbia versus Spring Hill at Columbia.
1: There you go. That'll be Saturday evening right here on 101.7. You all have a great rest of the week. We're out.